0: Greetings and thanks for downloading. We want to welcome you to Is It Something You Can Stop? The fastest growing podcast hosted by us. I'm Mike. I am Brooke. We're a brother sister that love pop culture. I'm talking about pop culture because sometimes we agree. (laughs) And
1: sometimes we don't.
0: If you want to get in on the discussion, send your electronically digital mail to somethingyoucanstop at gmail.com. And now, well let's see who we can offend. What's going on with your nerd brain right now, Brooke?
1: My nerd brain is filled with Miles Teller, but not in a good way. I don't think it actually could be in a good way So, okay, I watch movies with Miles Teller And I'm like, I don't like him Watch another movie, I don't like him Then I watch Whiplash, okay Mm -hmm. I think, oh, he's probably a really good actor Great And that's where it ends for me Because I read something today that he's no longer in the running for young Han Solo But he didn't, did you hear this? The
0: plot thickens Now, okay, so it's all about the Han Solo thing
1: No, what it's about is that when he was reading for Han Solo It was the first time he watched the trilogy
0: Get out of my how movie! Are,
1: yes, how are you that generation? No. How are you that young? And you're in the entertainment industry, and you want to be young Han Solo, and you've never seen the movies? Well, he's arrogant. Get away from me! Thank I don't you. Like we'll you. call you. Go play the drums. Get out of my face. He okay. That really pissed me off. I don't even know the guy, and I'm like really upset with him. Like, if but I is knew he, him, is I would text him. How
0: old is he? Is he 16? I
1: don't know. 74. Whatever. He's a millennial. He's a child. He's a digital he's, he's native. He's in his like mid 20s, I think.
0: Okay, so mid 20s. Without the Force Awakens, how many people in their mid twenties, honestly, that didn't grow up like in a geek household where the parents were like, "You're gonna watch this because I watch this." How many, how many people in their mid twenties watch the Star Wars trilogy?
1: Um, a bunch of them, because a lot of them have older siblings, and on top of that, it is pop culture, and on top of that, the original trilogy or the the uh, prequels came out, which got everyone watching the original trilogy again. They even re-released the original trilogy in movies, and he's an actor. Like that's your world. He could have he acted does... like
0: he had watched the movies.
1: Well, he should have. Don't tell me the truth about stuff like that. You don't. I don't well, you're to... not
0: supposed to lie in an interview, though. I
1: judge you. Oh yeah. Mm. Don't
0: lie in an audition.
1: Right. No one's ever done that before. Well. But he did. It wasn't the audition. He he was uh, interviewed by a magazine. And he was like, actually, I haven't. I watched him just a month or two ago for the first time.
0: Maybe he just didn't want the part. Maybe his agent was pushing it, and he didn't want it.
1: Well, I'm glad he didn't get it, So I, who's? I'm angry with his face. Do we
0: know any of the names in the top running now? Are they known people, or is it just... A...
1: I think... I'm probably way off. I, the last I heard, and this was when Miles Teller was still in the running, um, the actor from Kingsman, the yes. young British guy. He, he, he
0: plays was, uh, Ajax in Deadpool. <clears <clears <throat>
1: Yeah, so he's. I heard that he's still in the running, and I don't know um, if they're still in the running, but I know that a lot of the younger actors from the new Rin- Richard Linklater film read for it.
0: Okay, so they're, gonna, they're kind of unknowns. Those guys are. Nothing at all against British people, and I promise I don't have xenophobia, but we're outsourcing Xena! all of Sorry. our hero roles.
1: <laughs> all of our are. hero
0: roles are going to people born outside of the United States, which. Thanks, Obama.
1: It <laughs> has
0: nothing to do with it but i think it has more to do with maybe where where are the best performers coming from right now
1: or maybe american actors haven't seen the original trilogy what's wrong with you
0: shots fired at you i miles don't like him
1: i don't like him go play the play the drums that's all i care about
0: it's available on iTunes you can download it now you can watch the entire trilogy miles get on it
1: did you did you see him maybe you in can play the,
0: a young yoda in the did yoda you see him in fantastic prequels? 4 I didn't see Fantastic Four.
1: Okay, so I in the same interview though he also was talking about how that the movie he didn't really trash it, but he basically said that you know actors shouldn't shouldn't um, sign on to a piece if they're not comfortable with the role, and that they should do everything in their power. Like they're writers. Like actors now are writers because apparently he's a writer. Because he wanted to keep changing the script to make it better for him.
0: This is stemming from the Ben Affleck rumor that he was in the bat suit rewriting script pages on set while they were filming Batman v Superman.
1: I don't like Ben Affleck, but that doesn't bother me as much as Miles Teller saying that he hasn't even he doesn't know <laughs> Han Solo is. Go away from me.
0: Well, I mean the the Han Solo movie is coming regardless. He he's been too big of a character, too much of a pop culture icon. There, Disney is. <laughs> Well, they've already made their money back, haven't they? On oh, I'm on sure. the Star Wars Lucas they made film. their money
1: back from you know they made more from the money toy than re- <gasps> the
0: midnight toy release. They did,
1: yeah, from Force Friday, yeah, Force yeah, Friday. They, you're welcome. There's our that your was four, all me
0: four billion dollars back.
1: I bought everything. When you
0: you texted me the next day, you went, "Oh no, I spent way too much." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I've made a mistake.
0: <laughs> I've made a huge, and it was Buyer's Reforce. Yes, tweet it, tweeted, send it out.
1: I did well, and then um uh. Harrison Ford His advice to whoever's cast Is don't do it
0: That's great advice
1: That's that's his advice Don't do it
0: I want him to direct it now
1: Right? Well and she said Because you know There's a new Han Solo And he goes No 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 You've got it wrong It's young Han Solo So But he he, His advice was Don't do it We have a young Solo
0: He's in A new hope That's the young Han Solo That everybody wants That's it
1: Yep one and so, nine. all right. Sorry, what's on your nerd brain?
0: My nerd brain. It's a good time to be a geek right now. Truth. My goodness, I'm a Preach few. Brother. I'm a handful of episodes into Daredevil season two, which I'm really enjoying right now. We're less than three days away from Batman v Superman yep. opening and dominating the world for at least a week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I think it's going to be big.
1: It's going to be big.
0: Uh, there's all kinds of great stuff going on. Uh, You can pretty much watch any TV show that you've ever loved at any moment, except Ed for some reason. You can't can't find music rights. You can't find Ed anywhere. Ed
1: is on Up. There's a channel called Up or Upworthy or something like that. It's a channel that Charter doesn't carry. Okay, like you can get it on DirecTV and stuff like that, but it's kind of like a wholesome family kind of channel. Okay, and it's on there. It just started like a month ago because I had a friend that knew that I loved Ed. Random fact about Have me. your friend
0: Periscope the episodes to you.
1: Oh, there you go. Skype it, yo.
0: Skype that Ed.
1: But anyway, okay, are you liking Daredevil?
0: I really am liking Daredevil. I've heard, the, and some guys that I work with, they've been complaining, saying that they felt like the writing was off this season, that something feels different. I, I think you lose a big element when you don't have uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Is that his name? Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. As... as uh, Wilson Fisk the the kingpin where is he he's he was uh, well I don't want to spoil anything for you but he was kind of dealt with at the end of
1: no spoil it for me you, I don't care
0: spoiler alert he's in prison Daredevil got him
1: How much was he in the first one though? Cuz I watched like maybe 3 or 4 episodes. He
0: was the main villain and it was counterpoint it was point and counterpoint between Daredevil and Kingpin. But
1: I don't remember seeing him a lot at the beginning. He must have gotten towards No, much but about at, the about 4 end. or
0: 5 episodes in they really started to shift focus and then he kind of dominated the show and he was very pervasive in the show. It was great. It's an element that you don't have. Another element you don't have is in season one they did a lot of flashbacks to Daredevil being young and kind of his origin. Right. And with his father, which was a great aspect to the show. You don't have that this season. But what you do have is you have John Barenthal. You as have the Punisher. Punisher. Okay, so Amazing casting. I'm
1: not gonna cut you off, but I'm gonna cut you off because cut it off. I've been sitting in the living room and uh Josh, my husband, has been watching it on the TV and I've been so tech savvy because I've been on my laptop watching other things, so I'm kind of like half watching it. Mm-hmm. And um, and every time The Punisher comes on, I throw my headphones down and I'm like, what's what's uh, what's going on? What's <laughs> happening? What's what's happening? Because he was my favorite part of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm sorry. I know I haven't finished Walking Dead. I know I haven't gone further. But he was my favorite part. You can't Shane, protect
0: right? them, Rick.
1: It was Shane. You
0: can't protect them. I'm
1: telling you, between between Shane and Rick, I would have gone with Shane. So and, I'm tell, and I'm
0: telling you, for that reason alone, you would like current Walking Dead. Rick has gotten to a point where he's very shany.
1: He's very shany. He's very shany. He's getting sh- shanic.
0: Yeah, he gets the full Rick beard, and it kind of shanes him out.
1: <laughs> he gets all kinds of shane. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm watching that, and I just saw an episode with Electra. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't watch it, but I saw her on there, and uh, they so, cast very different from yeah uh, Jennifer Gardner, which I was like already thumbs up, mm-hmm. good. But, um, I don't know. I, it's like I'm half-watching it. I'm half-watching it. I don't really know exactly what's going okay, on. Okay, half-watching. You mentioned Walking Dead. Yeah.
0: I love with all of my heart The West Wing.
1: Yes! Probably one of the best shows ever!
0: I would say it's one of the most finely crafted television shows devised by humans. Yeah. On this planet.
1: Yeah.
0: You didn't finish The West Wing. You didn't finish Walking Dead. This is not a criticism. It's an observation. <laughs> you freaking right. bail on stuff. It, I don't... Well, oh. you, you're you a ripcord watcher. You watch...
1: Ripcord watcher. Up to
0: a point, and then you pull the ripcord, and you punch out. Yeah. Why?
1: What? I'm not alone. I can't possibly be alone in this. I'm not going to... Okay. There's different reasons to jump out. One, they've lost... Like, a main character is gone, and I've lost interest. Um. Two, the writing fails. And I don't want to stick around for 15 more episodes to see if it ever gets better again. Um, three life, you know, you just kind of, you know, sometimes I know you just said, uh, don't make that face. I know you just said (laughs) (laughs) that we live in a time when you can watch any TV show at any point, but at the same time, there was something easy about Tuesday nights are going to be this show, Wednesday nights are going to be this show. Mm -hmm. And then when life kind of happens and you miss a couple shows, you have to find more time to catch up. So instead of finding that 30 minutes or that hour on Tuesday night to watch it when it's being broadcast, I now have to find um, three hours so that I can catch up to where I am. Like a good example is um, O.J., the um, American Crime People Story. People versus O.J. Yeah, People versus O.J. I'm digging that right now. i I have too. not once been able to watch one. I've had to watch three or four because I keep missing so many. Because I keep forgetting when it's on and I'm not paying attention. Okay, but I am watching that. That's not what you're talking about. Sorry. Okay. Why do I why do I bail? I you know, West Wing. I bailed because I didn't want to see certain characters leave. Sam Seaborn was one of my absolute favorites. I didn't like the guy that they got to replace him. What's his name? On the show? Either. Will Bailey. Will Bailey. Oh, okay, yeah, Will Bailey. Yeah. So he's okay when they introduce him, but when he fully takes over. <clears throat> The only things I liked were the shenanigans, but they were kind of hazing him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's, it's it wasn't the magic for me. Because I wanted to see Sam Seaborn become the next president. I wanted to see his...
0: One of the things, though, that I would argue is so great about the entire run of the show is mm-hmm. that each season ramps up and gets harder. They even they, they even have the characters specifically reference that in shows. CJ will turn to Toby and say... This was a lot easier the last time. And every time they face a new year and the administration gets more firmly entrenched and then they're facing an election and then they're facing this and that, it, the challenges get harder and, it, and they, they have to find ways to make it through.
1: Yeah, and that's great, but I don't necessarily, you know, challenges don't mean I'm going to watch a show.
0: So you, it sounds like you're watching shows just for character. And if you don't like the characters, you're gone.
1: No, not necessarily. Sometimes I just get, I get bored. And it loses me. I don't know. Okay. Okay, uh, Lost. Yeah. Lost happened, right? It everybody did. Everybody
0: was... It's been documented. <laughs> it so
1: happened. Okay, but everybody was just freaking ape shit about Lost when it came out. I, I wasn't there when it first started, so I didn't get swept up in the, in the excitement of, you know, the viral marketing they were doing. And part of the magic of that show, and correct me if I'm wrong, Early adopter. was... Not only being an early adopter, but that was before you could binge shows, really, before anyone did, mm-hmm. at least before season one came out on DVD. So the time span between episodes was huge, filled for those with people talking about the because show because it was theory and what's going to happen. and let's let's rehash every frame of every.
0: What so... does it all mean?
1: Nothing. What does <laughs> it all mean? Nothing. What does it all mean? Nothing. Smoke, monster. ok. So, I watched season one of that and I binged it because you begged me and you begged me and you're like, you'll love it. You think, watch it. I thought you would. In binging it, I predicted everything that was going to happen. And I don't know if that's just, I, I couldn't, maybe I was just tuned into it or watching it, you know, one after another. It was mm-hmm. easier to see the signs. And I just, at that, there was nothing about it that got me. I didn't like the characters. I didn't like the actors. I didn't like, it just, I didn't care. I didn't care. And I know that's stupid. And I watched a f- I watched the full season, all the way through. I was like, it's got to get better. It's got to get better. It's got to get better. And it just didn't for me. And I know I'm in like a minority because I know people, especially the people that like really wrote it out.
0: No, I think Lost comes down to it's it, Lost is kind of a binary situation for the audience. You're either this kind of person or this kind of person. And the kind of people that were wrapped up in the mystery, which. To be fair to the audience, that's what they sold the show on, was the mystery. Absolutely. And it all means something. Yeah. So at the beginning, they well, the beginning, 90% of the run of the show, they sold it on the mystery. And then the last 10%, right when they knew what the ending of the show was going to be, they said, no, this show is really about the characters. But for me, I was hooked by the mystery once I got involved with the characters and enjoyed the characters, mm-hmm. I shifted my focus to where that was the most important aspect of the show to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I liked the entire run. Well, not no, not the entire run. There's one season <laughs> that was why, pretty rancid. It's
1: why you stuck with it, though.
0: That's why I stuck with it. Yeah. And then at the end, the finale is very divisive, and people either thought it was pretty great television, or they thought it was it should have been on trial for war crimes. I thought the finale was fine because for me, I was focused on the characters and their resolution to their story, not about they didn't answer what happened in episode fifteen that I really <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> right. Big deal.
1: Yeah. Well. Okay. So I've I jumped out of Lost after one season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I jumped out of The Walking Dead mid. No, I saw first season. I think I first saw the season, first season. Yes, but
0: the first season was ten episodes.
1: Well, the first episode knocked my socks off. I cried. One of the during... best
0: pilot episodes of any TV show. I mean,
1: I was I was having trouble breathing and I was crying and it, it was intense. It
0: was amazing television.
1: And anyway, so that was that blew me away. But I stopped with that because. But Morgan
0: comes back oh, you you know as a character was, on the show.
1: It, honestly, he's a regular was, now. It was when Shane was gone. When Shane when everything happened and Shane was no longer a character mm-hmm. I didn't like that choice and I know you know we've I've... got friends that are like okay that's what Robert Kirkman does is he figures out who you like and he gets rid of them yeah. okay I'm not a fan of that I don't have to be a fan of that I have characters that I really like um, uh, one of the best shows of my life Parks and Rec I still have not seen the last episode I will not watch the last episode because to me it hasn't it still exists. ended I can't yeah. let it end I get that even though I know a lot of people were happy with the ending, and I kind of have an idea, you know, all this time it's been kind of spoiled for me, but I won't watch it because I won't let it be done.
0: It's a weird example because they kind of almost did a perfect ending to the whole series the season before. They did. this Because they thought they were done the season before, yeah. and they said come the back for one more. The that they kind of more. wrapped up with that. That final episode where they jump ahead in time, mm-hmm. that they they wrapped up everybody's story. It was a perfect send-off. It would have been a perfect send-off.
1: I didn't finish The Office.
0: N- That's a smart move. You didn't <laughs> need to finish The Office.
1: Didn't finish The Office um, because Michael Scott is the office. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish um, what else did I not finish? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, you're going to get me in trouble with people that we know and love. Um, and they will understand.
0: They will understand, but you you didn't finish the the TV or the TV, the movie series.
1: I didn't finish the books.
0: What was it about the books? I didn't finish any of it. What was it about the books? And I went from someone,
1: I went to midnight releases for the books, for Mm -hmm. book like uh, three, four, and five. You're the reason I
0: started reading them.
1: Right. So um, the way that I got into Harry Potter is I actually saw the movie on cable, just like pieces of it. And so I saw like maybe 10, 15 minutes of it. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to watch this. I'll go get the book. I'm tired of everybody talking about it. Oh my God. It can't be that good.
0: Exactly what you did with Twilight.
1: And then it (laughs) exactly what we all did with (laughs) Twilight. Not all. So I went, read the first book, fell in love with it, thought it was amazing. Second book, got my hands on it right after because I think the second book had been published by the time I read the first one. Book three, four, and five, I went to midnight releases at Barnes & Noble, did the whole thing where uh, I went with Marco one time Mm -hmm. and we were waiting around so we found joke books and we just read jokes to the crowd. You know, like knock-knock jokes. Um, And then the fifth one, the fourth book was my favorite. The fifth one, I made the mistake of reading it too fast. Because you know how you can do that with books where you just, you binge the book. Yeah. And so unlike movies, because books, especially Harry Potter books, are so big that when you binge them, you you lose a lot. You don't savor it. Mm -hmm. So you lose a lot of plot points and it can get confusing, especially if you're not sleeping and... And all that—it's like listening to
0: an audiobook while you're doing chores.
1: And I got to the point. My apologies to all my lovely Harry Potter friends. I got sick of his attitude. I got sick of it. I—it's it like, kind of petulant. For I a while, was reading yeah. it, going, "I get it. You're a teenager. You're young. You're a boy. Life is hard. I get it. I—I I get it." And I was, and then I stopped getting it. <laughs> stopped. I didn't want to read the next book. I didn't want to. Um, the movies just kind of lost me, I guess. I think I saw the first four. Maybe I saw the fifth one, but, and then I stopped because I was just like, I don't, I don't know. You know how I am though. Sometimes I'm weird. And if things get too big, I get oddly rebellious. And I'm like, no,
0: I know I'm done. (laughs) I've done that too though. I, I, it took me years before I would sit down and watch the Lion King. Because it became the biggest movie in the box oh office God, for a yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's so great. Hakuna Matata. It's we wonderful. We saw it on VHS. I'm not, wa- I'm not ever watching
1: that. Because we're old. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I punch out of a lot of things. Uh, Dexter?
0: I quit Dexter too, though.
1: I quit. Okay, I quit Dexter. And I was reading the books. And I adored that show for why did four you, and a half seasons. Why did you
0: record on Dexter?
1: Because they started doing things that weren't Dexter. They started changing. He wasn't evolving. He was changing. And they weren't being true to Dexter. I didn't like that. Plus, after season four, I didn't understand what they could possibly do to top it. Like, well, after- that was phenomenal. Season one was stellar. It was very close to the books. And towards the end, they went its own path. Which excited me. Because then I was like, oh, I've got the books. So that's like other se- seasons. I Mm-hmm. And then I've got this show, so it's like all these Dexter stories that I can.
0: It feels enjoy. like it feels like there was a big tonal shift too in the show after I think season four. Is that the is that the Trinity Killer? Uh huh. Yeah. After Trinity Killer, the show up to then had had very dark moments, but counterbalanced with him kind of being goofy. And kind of bumbling through being a human, yeah, and trying to have this normal life and not quite knowing how to do it, yeah, like Sheldon Cooper as a serial killer,
1: exactly, right, yeah.
0: And I don't quite get it. I'm pretending to be a person. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. And and even the theme song had this kind of light, bouncy, kind of fun. And the opening credits. Oh, he's credits. making he's making ham steak, the and he's doing all this. Other, and it's it's all this violent stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just a normal guy getting ready for breakfast or having breakfast in the morning, yeah. And then sees after season four. Everything just because we're gonna get dark you're gonna love it <laughs> and that's not what we but, wanted but
1: that's the thing though is the first episode do you remember the first episode mm, I don't think so he finds a child rapist and murderer and digs the children's bodies up and pulls the murderer and he screams look at them that's dark dude that's really dark I mean, if
0: you want to say that's dark sure. <laughs>
1: on the scale of dark and not dark it's kind of there they've done that on
0: mike and maddie but
1: my problem is dexter like every good hero and i know he's like an anti-hero but he's he's the hero of our of the story right he's as good as his villain he's as good as his adversary like batman's got the joker and everything season one his adversary was his brother the ice truck killer phenomenal he's not alone in the world there's more. There's more to it than we understand, right? And it's someone that wants to play games with them. That's exciting.
0: By the way, we're adventuring deep into spoiler territory. So if you haven't, if you ever wanted to watch Dexter, just uh, sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: too late. Oops. Okay. It's so not a spoiler
0: alert. It's just we'll oops.
1: Say, we'll, say, we'll say spoilers on there. Um, season two, not a strong villain. It was that British chick where he acted like he was in rehab. Yeah. He went to rehab, um, you know, or. Um, AA meetings and stuff to talk about, yeah. But the resolution was very satisfying when that ended. Season three, I think, is the most underrated season of Dexter. Dokes with Jimmy Smiths.
0: Jimmy Smiths makes everything He's better. He's legit. He dude. makes everything better, and that's why you need to get back into West Wing oh. and watch seasons six and seven. Callback. <laughs> Jimmy Smiths is a politician from the great state of. Texas.
1: Don't do that. To I'm me. telling okay, you. Whatever. You got to come
0: back okay. to the West Wing. Okay,
1: okay, I will. I don't want to see Leo. I can't watch that. I can't handle that.
0: But you know, nope. it's, you,
1: it's a real thing. You gotta, it's even worse. Yes, I but can't it's handle. part of it. It's okay. Mrs. Uh, Landingham or Havisham or whatever. <laughs> that was hard enough, but I can't handle the other one. Okay, but back to Dexter. He was fantastic.
0: You're listening to the All Dexter podcast. <laughs> all Dexter,
1: all I'm hour. I'm sorry. But but okay, and then season four. I'll wrap this part up. Season four was John Lithgow as the Trinity Killer, freaking phenomenal, great um, adversary for him. Dad of the year, and really started showing more of Dexter's character. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the few um, big bads that made Dexter evolve.
0: Maybe that's why it was tough because he evolved so much in that season. It's almost like it gave him a com- almost a complete arc.
1: If they had stopped after season,
0: it would have been a great ending. It
1: would have been it would have been d- one of the most talked about season ending or series endings in the history of Drop
0: the syringe, Seinfeld, walk away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing happening. But okay, yeah. So I I jump out of things. Why do you stay with things so long? You just you're optimistic that it's gonna get better.
0: I, I think I'm optimistic, and I'm like, if I stick with, I I always believe in the writer. I usually.
1: Okay. believe in the writer Pull it back that, a bit.
0: that they're doing things for a reason. And my hope is that they're taking us through rough territory or territory that's uncomfortable because it's all got a purpose to it. And I feel like in a lot of the shows where I've stuck with it, I was rewarded for that. It was very painful and boring for me to get through season two of Walking Dead. Not because Shane went away, who I did like. Uh-huh. I came to appreciate Shane as a character. But because I felt he like... eventually did. I felt like it was so boring... Season two, mm-hmm. but then when you get to season three, it all pays off as character development because mm-hmm. now you're so much more invested in all these characters and the things that they go through. It was all worth it. It was for a reason. It's like the end of the "It's a Wonderful Life" where you're like, "Oh, everybody loves you, George." It's like it's so it's so great to have had that experience. She's and at the
1: library. I feel
0: like <laughs> I didn't ever. I don't have a problem with characters dying and saying, "I'm not going to watch that" because. If that's part of the experience, that's part of the experience.
1: Right, but if they can't... If I don't feel that they recover in the right way, or that they fill that hole with something just as good, if not better, then it's lacking for me.
0: I have a guess of what you're going to say in response to this, but if they don't recover... 14. If they don't oh. recover the right way, yeah. or if they don't bounce back better, that's so much of a more true reflection of... of What people go through in in daily life. I know we don't need a reflection of it. But that's kind of why we tell stories to begin with. Right. Is to understand the human condition. That's the core of all of it.
1: But I understand it.
0: (laughs) I get it. I get your stupid (laughs) human condition.
1: I get your stupid human tricks. I get it.
0: Now tell me a funny joke.
1: I know what you're doing. I get it lost.
0: Now give me treat yourself. I understand the human condition.
1: I just I don't know. I Maybe I don't have the willpower, or maybe I...
0: Maybe you don't have the Will Bailey. Just Brought it back to the West Wing again. That's three times you have to watch it now. It's like Beetlejuice.
1: I would do a layout, but it's not very effective on podcasting.
0: It's dead
1: Dead space. I'm sorry. I'm sticking with a lot of shows right now, though. I'm sticking with House of Cards. I'm sticking with... I'll watch... Orange is the New Black. I know a lot of people fell off of that. House of
0: Cards had a huge comeback in the fourth season. They found their footing again. Yes, Strong. they did.
1: They did. But see, I didn't think last season was horrible.
0: It wasn't horrible. It, just was, it kind of felt floaty. It,
1: yeah, it wasn't... Um,
0: because the whole thing had been about them on their rise to power. Yeah. And them keeping the power was a little bit strange territory for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, like the Spice Girls say at the end of Spice World... Oh no! It wasn't Spice World. <laughs> Confusing. No, ta- go ahead with it anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Let's hear what What's the Spice the Girl with, said. You can't fight the moonlight. What's Coyote Ugly? Same movie, same exact yeah. movie. Look at the plot lines. Same they exact don't, movie. They don't, yes, it don't. Totally it is. is the
0: same movie, but they don't say you can't. That's the name of the song. I know. That's she what I meant. She says, though. "What do you, what you do, do when all your dreams come true?" You knew
1: exactly how I was going to end. That. How many times have you seen Coyote Ugly? Four. Okay. In the theater. Today.
0: In the theater. Okay. Four.
1: <laughs> you roll the credits. That's what you do. That's the answer.
0: Which is what I said the first time everybody saw it.
1: I know. I was there. I was at the premiere. And I laughed. <laughs> I was on the red carpet. I was on the red
0: carpet, going, "This is coyote beautiful."
1: Did they do a red carpet, or do they did they do like a red bar? That they didn't had to like. They dance did a on? red
0: carpet, but it, it had been urinated on by wild coyotes. <laughs>
1: Oh. What do you got? Great. Okay. So I was looking on BuzzFeed, um, shameless plug, and there's an article on there. It's not a new article. It's a couple years old. By Dave Stalpera. My apologies. Can't say your name.
0: Dave Capoeira.
1: And it's 19 insane fan theories about movies and TV that will blow your mind. And you and I absolutely love conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. With TV shows and movies and life and politics trump okay so um i wanted to read through a couple of these and there's a couple that i'm going i'm gonna say the whole list but there are a couple of them that honestly i don't care about so we're just gonna skip through it skip them but you know the uh the listening audience might be interested to hear you know it might trigger something if they want to go research so the first theory is that aladdin is actually set in the future not that enticing like that doesn't really do anything for me
0: it i don't think that there could be much to support that theory you want me to read it no, I don't know.
1: All right. Okay, um, there, the second one is Snape's first words to Harry Potter. Really, all it's doing is just looking in depth at the potion that he asked him and how that, in Latin, it means a lily and uh, it's just, you know, someone's reaching.
0: What potion did you make, <laughs> Potter?
1: Number three is about the cartoon show Rugrats. and I've heard about this. The theory is Rugrats Never Happened.
0: That they all died or something? like the, the It's like about dead babies?
1: Yes. So uh, the idea is that none of the babies exist, and they're figments of Angelica's imagination as a result of her parents' negligence.
0: Because Nick is kids.
1: Right. Um, I think that Rugrats Never Happened is actually true because it never happened on my TV because I hated that show. It was disgusting and ugly. Okay. Number four, Samurai Jack and Powerpuff Girls share the same universe. I agree with that. It makes sense, right?
0: I don't even think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that's true.
1: They're saying that uh, Samurai Jack takes place in a post-apocalyptic townsville.
0: Samurai Jack is the you get a Jack in the box that's got teriyaki beef, right?
1: Yes. Yes, but only if you order two.
0: You're missing out.
1: Okay. Number 5, Hercules and The Lion King callback happened at the same time. That's not exciting to me. I'm just like, oh okay. All right. You've heard all Have you heard all the Disney theories though? About I know how they're, they're all the- connected?
0: No, all that the the, movies are connected. Somebody did the toy, the Pixar thing with Disney?
1: Not yeah, but they did um they showed on a map where they all are mm-hmm. and how um
0: do so they all end up in Terminus? That's yes. a walking dead joke. Okay, would. sure. Sorry. All right. It's from not season 1.
1: <laughs> Which is why I don't know it. I know, I'm sorry. Okay. Um but yeah, so they they did the Disney theory where um you know, the little mermaid, the shipwreck is actually the parents of the two girls in Frozen, because they died when their uh, ship. That kind of is parents. mind blowing. A little so bit. So they're saying that, and then also if you look at um, in Frozen, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider are invited to the wedding.
0: So does this take but into it takes account? All the way this back. is all the Disney movies, back. or this is the ones from Little no, Mermaid no. forward? It goes
1: all the way back, and they talk about how things. Like Snow are.
0: White, Cinderella, all that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all in there. Mm-hmm.
0: Is the, they're is, talking.
1: They said that like the Little Mermaid's mom is in Peter Pan,
0: and this all ties in because somebody did this for Once Upon a Time the ABC probably. live action, right?
1: <laughs> it probably leaked from one of their writers' meetings. Yeah, so they're like, "How can we bring this in?"
0: That's their show bible, and they're like, "Who said something?"
1: <laughs> Who leaked it? Number six, Ferris Bueller is basically Fight Club. We've talked about this one, so the theory is that right Cameron is runs
0: a soap company.
1: Yes, no, Cameron is um, imagining Ferris Bueller because Ferris Bueller embodies everything Cameron wishes he could be. Mm-hmm. So Cameron is sick, he's he's not going to school, and he basically just imagines what it would be like to have this amazing best friend that can do anything and get up on parade floats and not get in trouble because he's just always, you know, f- following rules and Life everything. of the party. Yeah. Uh, all the characters on SpongeBob are mutants. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: He's a talking sponge.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a giant pink star thing. And it, yeah, okay. Um, Rowling's real horror cruxes. She created seven. She put a part of her soul in every book, and now her books will live forever. <sighs> All right.
0: They're supposing that she's a witch?
1: Yes. Wizard. She's a witch. She's a wizard. They're witches. She's a wizard. Hermione wasn't a witch. She was a wizard.
0: Yeah, she was a witch.
1: No, she was, Stop it!
0: I'm pretty sure. No! Am I wrong?
1: Yes! They're all wizards. Okay. Yeah. Don't be sexist. Okay. I'm not! Number 10, Walking Dead, is basically Toy Story.
0: Uh, yes. Have you seen that? I've seen that, and it's, it's phenomenal.
1: The hero is a sheriff... He's occasionally grumpy, leader of the group of misfits. He has a kid he loves more than life itself. He needs to be shot in the face. Cool. Uh, and then... You'd
0: like season six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. After I said it, I was like, oh, that does happen, doesn't it? In um, Spoiler Curl. The third one, they discover an idyllic, gated community. They're welcomed with open arms by a kindly leader. And then it goes on and on and on. it goes on and on. You remember Foster's Home for Imaginary? I know this one. Okay, what that, is it?
0: That uh, what's her name is the old woman, too, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like there's some the sort Redhead. of time
0: paradox, and she's. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, James Bond is actually a code name. Love it. This is one of my favorite theories, and I wish that it would be true in canon because I would love to see. More actors being able to play him and not have to continue an arc.
0: And this is not a popular opinion. Uh, I've never been a big James Bond fan, but I like the theory more than I like any of the James Bond movies.
1: It should totally be a code name, though. To think that that one guy did everything is ridiculous. But to think that the top agent gets that code name
0: also—that's what we should be doing with Indiana Jones.
1: I don't agree with that. Not
0: that Indiana Jones is a code name. No, we called the you dog mean. Indiana. I know. <laughs> but to. Every Here generation Indiana? every generation should have their own Indiana Jones now.
1: Okay. Because
0: they're going to kill it anyway.
1: Well, yeah. They're doing the fifth one, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Agent Smith is the one. He's the one that can bend time and matter, and he's the one that can see the Matrix, and he's really the prophecy.
0: Mm, I don't know if that one holds water.
1: Um, Doc is suicidal in Back to the Future. Don't buy it says he's suicidal during the scene where they test the time machine. Not only has he never tested the time machine, but he says most of his inventions have been failures because he not only drives the DeLorean towards himself, but grabs onto Marty so he can't run away. If his intention, er, invention failed, they would have both died, which is exactly what Doc wanted. That's some dark shit. Like, come on. It's back to the future. I don't like that. I don't like that either. <laughs> like, how dare you? How dare you? Um, the ending to Inception, we've talked about this one. What the real totem is. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this discussion? The wedding ring. Yes. is his totem. Yes.
0: And her, her, the top is her totem. Yes. And once someone, they even set that up as a rule in the movie that when someone else touches it, it loses all power.
1: It, it's not effective. It's so not, is, if I had your totem, it wouldn't work for me because it's like done. Like it's not a
0: tell anymore. Yeah. It,
1: so if you watch the movie, some scenes he has the wedding ring on, some scenes he doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's his. So playing with it means nothing. Which me.
0: also, the ending to Inception makes a lot more sense if you've watched and understood the prestige. Yeah. Because it's all a magic trick. That's
1: a great movie. I really, really enjoyed that one. That's one of those that when it comes on um, TV, I'll kind of stop and mm-hmm. watch it wherever it is. Um and then, <laughs> the Fresh Prince is dead. He died on the at the fight in the basketball basketball court.
0: That's, I think you people can. People can't hear you can your pick, eyes
1: rolling right now. No,
0: you they can't. But they, no. uh, you could feel it. I the think, taxi
1: driver is actually God. <laughs> you can.
0: <laughs> God had dice in the mirror. Um, I think it's so easy for people. To get stoned and pick any TV show <laughs> or movie and yes. go, dude, he died at the beginning, at the very beginning of this whole thing. He was—he's been dead the whole time. Thanks, Shyamalan.
1: I was gonna for, say for
0: making that happen. Way to go,
1: Bruce Willis. Um, hey, why is there not a video game for Die Hard?
0: I don't know, and, and but I'm I want to—I want to. That's an entire episode. <laughs> that's an entire episode. I
1: was just thinking how cool that'd be to be like a first-person shooter and be in uh, you know, be in the tower. Yeah. And have to go after Hans.
0: The hardest stage is the one where they shoot the glass. <laughs> the, the, the glass. Twice in one episode. I'm and the sorry. And control,
1: the controller vibrates it, it, with every step.
0: <laughs> ow, 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 ow.
1: Little fit, blades coming out. fist
0: with your toes.
1: See, that'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> that could just
1: the... be chapter one, and then you go on more adventures with him.
0: There's downloadable content where yeah, you can, man. like, duct tape guns to the back of your neck.
1: Samuel L. Jackson comes in for one chapter and helps you out.
0: I thought you were about to say Sam Elliott comes in. That's an even better Die Hard.
1: Well, why do we limit partner. ourselves? <laughs> He's like
0: Throw He just slides a gun across there. to you.
1: All the Sams need to be in there.
0: Sam Rockwell, Sam Peckinpah. Yep. Who's dead?
1: Yep. Who?
0: Sam Peckinpah. He's a director.
1: Don't is that legit? Yes. Yeah, That's not thing. just like a name of showbiz character. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again?
0: Send it in. <laughs> send in your uh, send in your emails, tell her that Sam Peckinpah is a real person. Peckinpah. Sam Peckinpah.
1: Okay. All right. I can't list. It sounds his, like uh, something off of like Pappy Druid. It.
0: No, it's okay. a real it's a real guy. All right, okay. He directed movies.
1: That's the name of a puppet from. He's now very on. well known. Pick and pa. <laughs> That's all I got. So you an got exciting list. But... No,
0: it's not. That's not bad. I, I do. My favorite thing about the Fresh Prince, though, the the conspiracy theory that I like, mm-hmm. is that um, Jazz exists outside of the show because he's the only one that comments on. Like he's the Deadpool of the show, and he. He makes meta commentary about the show that no no other characters are allowed to do. Uh-huh. When they get a new Aunt Vivian, mm-hmm. he looks at her and he goes, "You look different, Viv." Mm-hmm. He comments on that stuff. He comments on Uncle Phil being different. He comments on the house changing. He sees when the little kid has grown up too fast for one season.
1: Okay, so what I want now desperately is a T-shirt that has Jazz from the Fresh Prince in a Deadpool costume. <laughs> That's what I want.
0: I guarantee it's on Shirt Punch tomorrow. That's what I want. It'll be on Shirt Punch.
1: Day of the Shirt. Make it happen. Make it so. <laughs> I won. I'll buy 10.
0: He's the rapper. I'm the Deadpool.
1: There you go. Chimichanga. <laughs> I bet he said it before.
0: Good stuff. <laughs> yep. Uh, what are we looking forward to? Anything?
1: BVS Batman versus Superman.
0: That's it. How many times are you going to see it?
1: I just realized that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It is. BVS.
0: Uh, Dawn of Justice was her sister. Dawn.
1: <laughs> conspiracy theory! We just wrote one. Siblings. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, send us your conspiracy theories. Send us your fan theories about movies or TV shows. About
0: pop culture, not real conspiracy theories that will put us on a weird government list, please.
1: I'm already on enough. I don't need more.
0: We will block you.
1: <laughs> so um, send it
0: to uh, something you can stop at gmail.com. Also, send us any comments that you have about. Uh, are you a ripcord watcher? Why? Good reasons for quitting a show, or um, why do you stick through a bad season to get to the good stuff?
1: Yeah, what's wrong with you? I mean, why do you do it?
0: No, don't quit. Have heart. Have don't quit. have optimism.
1: Don't quit. They've already quit the show. The
0: glass is half full.
1: The glass is delicious.
0: All right. I don't know. So, with that in mind, uh, we'll we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for downloading and listening. Thanks for any comments that you have for us. We'll catch you next time. I'm Mike. I'm Brooke. And this has been Is It Something You Can Stop?